With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the banks of the Charles River, this is Reporters Roundup. Bringing you the stories, making news right now on WBZ News Radio 1030. WBZ News Time 1230. 51 degrees in Boston. Good afternoon, I'm Rod Fritz, WBZ News, and welcome to Reporters Roundup. On this Thursday, January 11th, here are the stories making news right now. This is Carl Stevens, a rally outside Boston Federal Court today by some medical marijuana patients. The rescue operation in Montecito, California, turning to a recovery mission now. I'm Alex Stone, ABC News in Southern California. Celtic Sixers, 3 o'clock in London, but why London? I'm Adam Kaufman. How Walmart is getting ahead and playing catch-up by raising its starting wage. I'm Tracy Jonke for Bloomberg Business. WBC News Time 1231. This portion of the news is brought to you by Toyota's official website for deals. Buyatoyota.com. There was a rally this morning outside Boston Federal Court by some medical marijuana patients. Now, they are concerned about the federal government's new stance regarding the possible prosecution of people engaged in the marijuana business, which is legal under state law, but apparently not under federal law. WBZ's Carl Stevens was at the rally. He joins me here in the studio now. So uh, first question would be, obviously, uh, what did they have to say? You know, it was interesting, Rod. You and I have talked about this issue since the federal government, through Jeff Sessions, changed the policy. So it was interesting going there today to really put a face to the voices of concern that we've been hearing. What I heard, that your question is, what did they say? What sticks in my mind was a woman who called herself a medical refugee. She and her daughter moved up from Florida where medical marijuana was not available, wasn't legal at the time, and may still not be for all I know in Florida. And she said her daughter uses cannabis to control seizures and she herself uses cannabis, I think it was to control pain because she said if she wasn't using this, She'd be using opioids, and right. she used to use opioids. But she said, my concern is, what if I'm arrested? What if DCF shows up at my home and says, you're, you're an improper mother? You know, you've got a criminal record. The federal authorities went after you. So there, it, it was really interesting putting a face to the, to the real concern that's in that medical marijuana space, something that's well-established in Massachusetts. We talk a lot about retail marijuana, sure. which was, it was a kick in in July. And I think one thing I didn't fully appreciate— was the ripple effect that this is immediately having, at least in the mines and in sometimes the dispensaries, for these medical marijuana patients? Well, as you mentioned uh, just yesterday, a lot of these dispensaries have already said uh, you got to use cash now. Well, it's not uh, the dispensaries. It, it's the debit card processor, okay. an independent company that made that decision. Right. Now, uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you uh, about the feelings that these people have at the rally uh, of federal officials and whether or not they have those same feelings about state officials. You know, we asked them about that, a couple of the people, and they said we're very encouraged by what state officials have said, including okay. people who were initially opposed to the recreational marijuana 
uh, being okay, you know, by the referendum. Governor Baker, for example, Maura Healy, for example. Now they're saying the people of Mar- Massachusetts have spoken, and it's time for everyone, including federal authorities, to respect that voice. All right, WBZ's Carl Stevens with another update on marijuana. You're listening to Reporters Roundup on WBZ. Question, how much are you making an hour? Many Walmart workers are about to get a raise. Joining us from Bloomberg Business, Tracy Johnke. So how much will workers at Walmart be getting here, Tracy? Well, Rod, if you're a Massachusetts Walmart worker, you should already be seeing the raise in your paychecks because the state minimum went up to $11 an hour as of January 1st. But when Walmart raises its minimum next month, it will be well ahead of the pay rates in $9 an hour Maine, $7.25 New Hampshire, and $10 an hour Vermont. Walmart is also giving bonuses of up to $1,000 to its full-time hourly workers and boosting parental and starting adoption benefits and the company is giving the credit to the corporate tax cuts that take effect this year rod so here's the $64,000 question tracy will other retailers follow to the $11 an hour when Walmart started these wage hikes three years ago, it was the leader and others had to follow. But this time, Walmart is behind. Target raised its minimum to $11 last October, and it's planning to step it up to $15 in a couple mm. of years. So if Walmart is going to stay competitive, it doesn't have much of a choice. All right. Very interesting. Tracy Johnkey at Bloomberg Business. Thank you. The aftermath of mudslides in Southern California. 17 people are dead, eight are still missing. Hundreds of rescue workers are slogging through knee-deep mud and debris. Joining us on the Ring Central Newsline from Montecito, California, ABC News correspondent Alex Stone. And uh, the longer these people go missing, Alex, the likelihood that these eight are still alive dwindles. So this has to be a very active search now. It is an active search right now, but unfortunately soon, probably today, it's going to turn from a rescue mission looking for survivors to a recovery mission looking for only bodies. Uh, As of last night, teams said that they had about 75% of the the mud area searched, and and that's for survivors. It's essentially an initial search. They're going through. They're looking, okay, is there anybody alive in here? And then they will go back through and really search the mud looking for bodies. They're using in the areas where they've already started the body search, using long probes, pushing the the poles down into the mud, feeling for anything that feels like a body. If they come upon something, then they mark it and they dig there. They bring in the dogs. There are 10 dogs uh, working on it right now, but this is going to be a very long process. It's going to take a long time. There is so much mud, so much debris to figure out if anybody is trapped unfortunately bodies are trapped uh, in any of the mud so alex describe that area for us if you would well initially before all of this happened uh, the area was uh, a very well-to-do area a lot of celebrities live in the area oprah katy perry rob lowe uh, multi-million dollar homes and in some cases very large mansions uh, and and now everything, at least in the mudslide zone, is ripped apart. A hundred homes have been destroyed. Uh, Three hundred have been damaged. Uh, that some of the homes just completely blown apart, uh, as if they were hit by a bomb. That uh, that these boulders came down the size of school buses and ripped apart the homes with people in them. Uh, and down the road, what was the road that is now a river of mud, 
You have people's possessions. You have two-by-fours, pieces of uh, refrigerators, of roofing tiles, everything that, that did belong to the homes up the hill. Uh, but it is mud everywhere, twisted cars in trees. Uh, the trees are down. And now Highway 101, the belief is it's going to be closed down uh, until midday Monday, most likely at this point. It's still covered in thick mud. Uh, there are big rigs that are uh, broken down uh, in that mud, cars that are twisted up in it. Uh, and to get around all of this, 101 is the main route between L.A. and Santa Barbara. Now people are taking boats. Uh, there are ferry services that are coming in to, to help people and help doctors and rescue teams get around that closure and get between L.A. and Santa Barbara. All right, ABC's Alex Stone from Southern California with a mudslide update. Thank you. A mother from Lynn, who, by the way, has no criminal record, is fighting deportation and she remains in custody. She's behind bars. WBZ's Bernice Corpus has been following this story, so let's begin at the beginning here. Bernice, why is this woman behind bars? Well, Cecilia Laros, Larios was uh, detained about three months ago when she uh, conducted a regular check-in at the ICE office in Burlington. Now, according to her attorney, she was uh, supposed to be just to go there to check in, but in fact, she was detained when she went there. And uh, she's apparently uh, appealing uh, a decision back in March that uh, her asylum case was denied. So that case is currently under appeal. And while that's being under uh, being appealed, her attorney says that she should not have been uh, detained. But uh, I, uh, immigration officials say her paperwork was never received. So that's why she was detained. All right, Bernice Corpus, thank you. WBC News Time, twelve forty-eight. 51 degrees in Boston. Good afternoon. I'm Rod Fritz, and here are some of the stories that we're following on Reporters Roundup this Thursday. Rain coming and lots of it. Flood watch posted for tomorrow morning through Saturday afternoon. There's a report that Massachusetts Senate President Stanley Rosenberg has separated from his husband, Byron Hefner, who was involved in a sexual harassment scandal. And coming up on Reporters Roundup, we have... The latest from uh, the Korean Peninsula and whether the North is now starting to get along with the South. On the Ring Central Newsline from the AceTicket.com sports studio, I'm here with WBZ's Adam Kaufman. Celtics, in just a couple of hours, yeah. uh, will tip off with How do you the, feel about that? I don't care. Well, you don't care if they're in London? You don't no. care about the time? I like to watch the Celtics in the afternoon at 3 o'clock. See, that's but... what I don't like. I mean, I get why it has to be done that way, but does it have to happen on a Thursday? You're the NBA, and you're sending the Celtics and Sixers to play an overseas right. game. It should be on the weekend. It should be on the weekend. Yeah. I, like, I think about that. how many people including yourself have to work in that's the middle right. of the afternoon you don't you got a TV right that. around but a lot of people don't have the opportunity to watch the game that's a bummer but frankly i don't care that they're playing in london they could play in philadelphia and be okay or at the garden well in the matter of speaking they are playing in philadelphia did you know that no i did this not this is actually considered a sixers home game so what's with this fascination of world dominance in sports <laughs> here 
The NFL plays over there a couple of times. Now we're going to Mexico. Mm-hmm. We've done baseball in Japan. Yeah. Now basketball in in London, England. Celtics were in Mexico City a couple of years ago, too. I don't think you really need me to answer that question, right? I mean, it's pretty basic. Branding, it's marketing, it's generating revenue. That's the whole reason. It's, it's globalizing your fan base as opposed to here in the United States. Adam Silver, commissioner of the NBA, did an interview with the Evening Standard, which is an outlet in the UK, and actually said that while it's borderline impossible to imagine having an 82-game regular season in the NBA in London, actually having a team housed there in the same way the NFL in all likelihood ultimately will, he is eager to see London host All-Star Weekend at some point in time with the top 24 players in the world. Well, that's not fair to the teams in the United, the fans in the United States. Well, because they couldn't go to it unless they paid a, a pretty penny to do so, but again, from a marketing perspective, because, you know, as, as Silver said, we've talked about it for years. Logistically, it's very difficult because the length of the break we'd have to take around the game in terms of doing things on a one-off basis, much more possible than bringing a franchise over here. And the payoff in terms of fan interest, arguably much greater than even playing a single game. Not going to happen for a while because Indianapolis yeah. was just announced as the 2021 host. So it's a little bit away, but it does screw up schedules. Think about what it's doing to the Celtics right now, how top heavy they were in the first half of the year. Now they're playing one game in a span of nine days. Speaking of all-star games, mm. do you think Mitch Moreland will make the all-star team this year in Major League Baseball? You know, it's it's doubtful. The start he had last year with the Red Sox, though, it was promising. And then, obviously, he kind of trailed off. But, man, it's great to have Mitchie two bags back with the Sox, isn't it? Yep. Thank you, Adam. Our tensions easing between North and South Korea and the United States. Well, it seems so. What with the Winter Olympics on the horizon? Joining us on Reporters Roundup, CBS News military analyst, retired Army Major Mike Lyons. So, Mike, will these Olympic Games help the relations, you think, between North uh, Korea and the U.S.? No, it's possible that we can use these Olympic Games as a springboard to more talks uh, with regard to our relationship with North Korea as well as the relationship between the two Koreas. Uh, we've seen that before. Um, we don't want to see at the end of these Olympics the, the kind of the hermit nation go back to its whole, so to speak, and become closed up again. Um, this will give the North Korean leader legitimacy on the world stage, bring athletes there and demonstrate some kind of physical prowess. And um, it could all work out, but it just is going to depend on, I think, how well those athletes perform and how well um, the, the South Koreans actually um, welcome their this party from the North. Because there is an undercurrent here. And of course, there's the nukes. Well, there, there's always that. And, and it's still the state of policy of the United States that North Korea denuclearize. And China has that same policy, and so does Russia. And uh, at least if we can get them to the table to talk, I, I don't see him necessarily giving up these nuclear weapons. I think we've got to be concerned about how they're proliferated through second and third world countries. I think that's the biggest challenge, as well as the missile technology. Um, but we've got to create a dialogue. He's trying to get this technology deployed and um, and, and uh, finished before he's, he does any kind of talking because he doesn't feel he's going to ha- have any leverage if he doesn't do that. Mm, interesting stuff to think about. Thank you. Mike Lyons, CBS News military analyst. And you know, the bird that is the word today is rotisserie chicken. Yeah. 
They are in just about all of the grocery stores out there. It is turning out to be the golden goose for supermarkets. On the Ring Central News line, Annie Gasparro, who is a food reporter for the Wall Street Journal. And your article, Annie, on the popularity of rotisserie chickens is a real eye-opener. I mean, I never thought these things would be so popular. Yeah, it really has been increasing in popularity going back to the 90s. Um, it just, Americans can't get enough of the convenience and the low price, and people feel better about it than they do driving through the drive through of a fast food chain. You know, one of the things that you write here in your article about rotisserie chickens is, and I'm going to quote the article, grocers are tweaking their marketing strategy to make their chickens stand out. How do you do that? Well, there's a few different ways. Um, some of them are, are really trying to hone in on the trends in food right now. So they'll have, you know, organic ones or antibiotic-free or even popular flavors like sriracha or barbecue. And then you also have st strategy around where they put them in the store. So there are some stores that are testing out putting chicken warmers right in the checkout aisles. You know what's great? In your article, you mentioned uh, through your research <laughs> that the rotisserie craze got its start here in Boston. Yes, Boston Chicken, which is now Boston Market, really started expanding nationally in the early 90s. And that's when grocery stores realized that they were losing customers who would decide instead of going grocery shopping to just pick up a, a rotisserie and some sides at Boston Chicken. So they had to respond and they started, Costco and Kroger both started selling rotisserie chickens in 1994. Now, how many times have you uh, bought a rotisserie chicken at the grocery store? <laughs> I couldn't even count, you know, we have data that show that more than half of American households do buy prepared chicken at the grocery store. So it's definitely a common thing. There were over 600 million rotisseries sold last year. So it's increasingly popular and Americans just can't get enough. All right, Annie Gasparo, food reporter for the Wall Street Journal. I'm hungry now. And Reporters Roundup on this Thursday, January 11th, 2018, is now in the books. Andrew Rich in Master Control today, Kate Gallagher, the editor. And I'm Rod Fritz, WBZ News Radio 1030. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.